Woody and Gorney back for another week of picks. It's week 12. The season's almost over. It's even more depressing than ever, Gorney. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, a tremendous season record. You went 12-7-2 last week. I actually went 11-8-2 uh, myself. We had one pick different, one of the weeknight games. You're now 123-93-3 on the season. I'm 115, 101, and three. So we can finish, we can finish well above 500. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's not blow this. All right. So let's jump immediately into the games. Utah going to Oregon. This line has been moving around. Oregon now an underdog. At one point they were up by as much as six. Not sure if Bo Nix is going to play here. What do you think, Gorney? Yeah, I think this all depends on if Bo Nix plays. If he can get out there, he's not going to be a hundred percent. But if he can get out there and play, I'm going to take Oregon. I'm feeling that he's not going to play. I think the line is swinging a little, you know, heavily. Now Oregon is not even favored. Um, so I'm going to take Utah here. You know, <clears throat> uh, Oregon is coming off of a loss. Not as fired up about this game. The playoff is kind of out of the picture now. Utah just kind of grinds along and it wins. If Bonix plays, I switch my pick. If he doesn't play, I'll take Utah. So Utah's the pick right now. Yeah, something's up with Nick's. I just don't – it's really weird trying to figure out what he even heard on that play. I was like, did he have a concussion? No. Now they're saying it was his leg. He was begging to get back in. Dan Lanning single-handedly blew the game last week and truly epic, like, horrible yeah. performance. I mean, it was uh, – it was crazy. So I'm going to take Utah as well. No matter what, whether they're favored, underdog, whatever, I kind of like them to win outright here, especially if if Knicks can't play because Ty Thompson has not lived up to that ranking that you and I. Uh, <laughs> Give him time. Give him time. Give him as a recruit. All right, USC and UCLA. I think this one is in the Rose Bowl. doesn't really matter in terms of, you know, a home field advantage here. Line also, once again, moved around. What do we have it at? I'm sorry. Um I think, I think I see it. USC minus two. Yeah. Okay. That's right. So yeah, you, I mean, USC favor, basically almost a pick them though. Yeah. It's a pick them. And you know, this game, you know, you think over the years has, you know, USC has dominated the series, but in the last decade, they split five, five, but those have been a lot of the clay Helton lane, Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian years. This is a different USC team. I'm going to lean with what I've done over the years and uh, you know, rank USC players, appropriately high and finally maybe they'll live up to expectations i'm gonna take usc here i don't think the rose bowl has much of a factor i've been to this game before it's pretty much a 50 50 split ucla has had to hand out free tickets for their biggest rivalry of the game the new york times was out here writing about how nobody goes to ucla games i'm gonna take usc minus two <clears throat> ucla again off of a loss you know, I'm not entirely, you know, they, they'll get up for this game. DTR is talking a lot, but USC has the better players. I'm taking UCLA. Oh, come on. You think that that defense, DTR is going to be running all over them. I, what, give me DTR rushing yards, props. Give me Zach Charbonnet. Boy, he looked great last week. He's back. He's healthy. He's People were like, yeah. he's sitting out for the draft. No, he's back no. better than ever. They, they blew that game. The Pac-12 in classic fashion. Washington beats Oregon, blowing that matchup of Utah and Oregon with two top 10 teams. And then UCLA loses to Arizona, blowing that matchup of two yeah. top 10 teams. So uh, awful. But yeah, give me the Trojan or the Bruins. And I like that as one of my big picks of the week. 
Uh, Ole Miss going to Arkansas, Arkansas, two and a half point underdog. Yeah, this is a little bit of a suspicious line here. So Arkansas has not really been playing well. Ole Miss has been playing well. They lost in a very tough way last week. The public likes Ole Miss here, but Arkansas is favored on the small number with the money. So I'm taking the Razorbacks here. I don't know, you know, a lot of lane rumors to Auburn, a lot of, you know, not focused after the Alabama game. Arkansas can kind of come in here and surprise people. I'm, I, I This number feels like it should be more plus, Arkansas plus six and a half. Because it isn't means it means it shouldn't be Arkansas money line bet. Take the Razorbacks. Oh wow, boy! All of <laughs> I always love that uh, rationale. Give me this is where we find out if Lane Kiffin's leaving or not. Yeah, because we've seen these games over the years. I think Utah Oregon was one last year where it was like, oh, the crystal ball rumors had started, and then Utah came out and just destroyed them and Oregon yeah. players and were checked out. I I think I'm going to take Ole Miss, but I like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if we find out. Hey, this is the game, especially with the way they lost last week and kind of the playoff being off the table for them. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma seven and a half point home favorite. Yeah, this is an interesting game because the public uh, absolutely loves Oklahoma State. Which, when that's the case, uh, I don't love it. Not only that. I don't like a I don't like the hook in a in a rivalry game. But I don't know if Spencer Sanders is going to play. If he does, is he healthy? If he is healthy, is he good? <laughs> All of the questions that we've had over the years. I'm going to regret this pick probably, but I'm going to lean on my principles here if I have any left. Uh I'm going to take Oklahoma minus seven and a half. I don't, you know, and it's really just because the public absolutely loves Oklahoma State. Yeah, I, I didn't check those numbers. I am going to take Oklahoma State. Uh, they haven't, you know, haven't been strong. I, I, everybody knows how I feel about Sanders, uh, but seven and a half in a rivalry game too much. I still like Oklahoma to win, but I, that hook uh, sticking with me. So yeah, give me uh, the pokes. TCU going to Baylor. Another another suspicious line. Baylor two and a half point underdog at home. Yeah, again a very suspicious line, and I don't know if this is just. TCU still not getting respect or this is a trap game or how, how to feel about it. Baylor has not looked all that great either recently, but I'm going to take them. The public loves TCU. This looks like a trap game for, for the betting, for the betting masses. So I'm going to take Baylor plus two and a half. Maybe they lose 31 30. Maybe it comes down to a two point conversion at the end. I don't know what it's going to be. But this feels like the number's way too low here, which means it's a trap this late in the season. So I'm going to take the Bears. Yeah, I'm going to take Baylor as well. TCU, i just been waiting for them to trip up. Uh, they played really good last week, but I think they're, they're still due for a fall. So, yeah, give me Baylor to uh, cover and win outright. NC State going to Louisville. Uh, Louisville, a four-point home favorite. Do I have that right, Gorney? Yeah, that's, that's right, and I'm going to take them. Um, you know – I don't know why uh, NC State just can't really score. Louisville might have something to play for. Who knows? A lot of recruits are going to be there. I don't know if the players on the team care about that, but the coaches might. So I'm going to take Louisville minus four. Not not a strong feeling one way or another here, but I'm just going to take the home short favorite. I'm going to take NC State. Uh, 
I, I was right on in that prediction to lose last week. I was very happy with myself for that pick, which I didn't uh, bet in my real life. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I like MJ Morris. Louisville, so inconsistent. Yeah. I, I think they'll be feeling confident here, which means uh, they'll probably lose. Kansas State going to West Virginia. Odd road game, tough one this time of year. A West Virginia seven-and-a-half-point home underdog. Yeah, this is one where, you know, I'm just going to side with the team – and no offense to people in Morgantown, that's better coached and has better players. And I think that's Kansas State. West Virginia can't get out of its own way. I know they upset Oklahoma last week, but it was a really ugly game and choppy and didn't look very good. So I think West Virginia is feeling itself a little bit. I think Neil Brown is excited off a win. Can he come back and beat a Kansas State team that's just going to grind you down and really make no mistakes and has Deuce Vaughn. You know he's going to break away for a run or two here. So I'm going to take Kansas State. Don't love the hook, but I'll take them by 10. Yeah, I'm going to take West Virginia. Uh, Garrett Green looked good after JT Daniels, uh, unfortunately, benched again. It's just not yes. going to work out. Not going to work out for our boy. He'll probably go yeah. to one more school before it's all said and done. But uh uh, Garrett Green looked good running around, you know, not the most consistent passer, but uh, he was impressive, gave him a different look. So, yeah, give me West Virginia to cover, still like Kansas State to win. Uh, Oregon State at Arizona State, eight-point underdogs are the Sun Devils. I know what you're doing here, and you're trying to pick against me to catch me in the rankings. So I'm just going to try to read your mind here. Knowing that you're from Oregon, you might like them in this game. I'm going to take Oregon State. I think they're actually a pretty good football team. I think they can score. Arizona State is trying. You know, Sean Aguano is doing a fine job there, but they know his run is coming to an end. Oregon State's going to be happy to get out of the bitter Pacific Northwest cold and rain, to go to Tempe, to see some – color on people's skin a nice tan this time of year and in in the tempe area i'm gonna take oregon state minus eight i think they're a pretty good team guess what give me the sun devils i will take i have all my picks written down so you can't yeah, right you just never look at the uh prep uh worksheet to the no. you don't know but all my picks are in ahead of time so give me the sun devils they can score and uh I think Oregon State's defense can give up some points, too. So I like Oregon State to win, but, yeah, I'm going to take the Sun Devils to cover. Navy at number 20, UCF. UCF goes out, beats the number 17 team in the rankings on the road, and then proceeds to get jumped by a bunch of teams in the rankings. It felt like 2018 all over again. All over again, yeah. The disrespect, right? That's, that's right. Uh, I, I, You know, I took Navy last week. It was not looking good against Notre Dame. Notre Dame took the pedal off and Navy kept playing. I think something similar happens this week that UCF jumps out 21, three it's 28, six, but Navy kind of inches on, you know, under that line again, can they bring it two weeks in a row? I don't know, but the numbers are telling me that Navy is the pick. So I'm taking Navy UCF has, has trouble dealing with that offense. So I'm going to take Navy. They're not going to win the game, but they're going to keep it relatively close under two touchdowns. A couple of my UCF friends were like, oh, is this the game that UCF uh, blows and plays like crap? I said, if it was at Navy, yes, Navy. they 100% yeah. lose. Bring Navy down to the heat. It's going to be 70-plus degrees, humid. They're not ready. Navy, you know, sorry, 
you better be you're not going to be prepped for war navy if you can't handle the heat in orlando <laughs> um so yeah give me give me the knights to win big cover big i might take them in the first half there uh as well uh illinois going to michigan michigan an 18 point favorite yeah i'm gonna take michigan here there's no kind of uh you know public love betting love but um illinois uh you know can't really do much i mean i understand they have a good defense but I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball offensively against Michigan. Michigan has a whole lot to play for. They're going to try. This is a game where you want the first half. They're going to try to get this over with quick. I wouldn't be shocked if it was 28 nothing at halftime and they won the game 31-7. So I'm going to take Michigan here. I just think they, they can score. Illinois' defense will get wound down, and I don't think Illinois can move the ball against Michigan. I Actually, this is one of my, fa- one of my more favorite games of the week. Um, I think Michigan wins handily. I wouldn't be surprised if it was 35-3. All right. Well, boy, we're against each other again. After last week, we were in sync. This week, give me the Illinois boys. I think they uh, shorten the game here. I like uh, old Burt to run the ball a ton. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Illinois to cover Michigan. Still the win, of course, by maybe 17, maybe, you know, 41-24. It's still enough to get the cover. Uh, Miami at Clemson. Clemson a 19-point favorite. Yeah, uh, and I'm not, I don't love this game either way. 19 seems like a whole lot, uh, but Miami is not a very good football team at all. And and our boy Mario Cristobal is building it, and it's going to take time, and there needs to be patience and all those kinds of things. But they're just not good. Uh, I don't love Clemson's offense. I, I You know, they're, they're choppy. It's not pretty out there, but their defense should still be pretty good. Miami who knows what they're going to do at quarterback. I guess Ja'Curry Brown is now the, the hero of the team. So I'm going to take Clemson here. Don't love the pick because it could be – I actually think it could be low scoring and ugly, but I'll take Clemson minus 19 at home. Yeah, I'm going to take Clemson too. I think uh, this is a horrible matchup for Miami. I just – you know, Ja'Curry Brown, sorry you're going on the road, and guess what? You have like three healthy offensive linemen, and you have a team with eight future NFL defensive players there. So – uh, yeah, I think uh, Tiger's gonna gonna really get after him and probably uh, have some success running it on him as well. Uh, Penn State going to Rutgers. Rutgers a nineteen point underdog. Yeah, this is interesting because I'm surprised it's so low. Honestly, Penn State uh, has blown Rutgers out in many games, and Rutgers is not very good. And Penn State seems to be kind of coming on as the season gets better. Um, it's the typical story with Penn State, really. They 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 beat everybody handily. Uh, they lose to Michigan and Ohio State. I mean, I, I mean that that's just really it. So I'm surprised this number is so low. I'm gonna have to check the weather to see if there's some kind of weird nor'easter coming. What's hitting Buffalo might be coming across. I don't know. I'm gonna have to check. But for right now, before I get to the meteorologists, I'm taking Penn State, and I think it's pretty easy. Yeah, well, if there was a big storm hitting New York, you would be here. Oh, it's super storm. Oh, my God, they're getting six inches of snow. What about the pier? It was washed away. The hot dogs. Get out of here. Media elites. Forget it. Yeah. Jimmy Rutgers. Come on. No. They got five different quarterbacks playing. I think I think they can keep it close enough. And as I, I'm always in the mood, I'm always ready for Penn State to have one of these uh, stinker yeah. games where they barely win. So, yeah, give me uh, Rutgers to cover there. 
Boston College at Notre Dame. Notre Dame a three touchdown favorite. Yeah, can can Notre Dame beat anybody by twenty one? That's the bet, you know. Like, can they can they can they blow someone out handily? This could be a low scoring, slow game, cold. I'm going to take Boston College. The the public loves them, which I don't like at all. But I'm going to take Boston College to lose twenty eight ten. So I'm going to take the Eagles. Halfley, you know, might be able to kind of trick them a little bit. And I don't know if Notre Dame could blow anybody out. So I'll take BC. Yeah, I'm going to take Boston College as well. They've, they've looked pretty decent the last few weeks. Obviously, they won. They got some fight. And I like them to, to keep it close enough. I mean, that's a huge number, three touchdowns. So, yeah, give me BC. Uh, number one, Georgia, way down, buried in the rundown, 22.5-point favorites at Kentucky. 22 and a half. Now, you know, when, whenever you see this number, like last week when I saw it, Mississippi State, I said Mississippi State can score. Mississippi State can keep it close. Mississippi State could do something here or there or whatever. And they just got throttled. This, I, don't, I just don't think that the lines makers still are grasping this Georgia team. The George, Georgia is playing like Alabama played 10 years ago, where it could be 17, 10 at halftime, and then they just keep pounding and pounding and pounding. They never stop playing. They never stop trying to blow people out. They never stop trying to embarrass the other team in a healthy way. Like they never try to keep going after them. So I wouldn't be shocked if this was a 10 point game going into the fourth quarter and Georgia scored two touchdowns and one was a pick six and all those kinds of things. I don't think this Kentucky team's all that good. On our graphic, I'm surprised that they're minus 22 and a half against the number one team in the country. So we'll have to fix that. Why didn't you just say that at the beginning? <laughs> I'm not fixing it. I'm fixing no, it. Right don't fix it. Now. We all know Georgia's winning. I'm taking Georgia. I don't care. I'm not betting against them for the rest of the season. Yeah, you know, I'm not getting a lot of sleep over here, Gorney. So just keep keep that in mind, everybody, for the uh for the mess ups on the show. I'm Taking Georgia, I'm taking Kentucky. No, no, I'm taking Georgia. I got Georgia on my sheet. Uh, Kentucky, you know, future. Please, if you if you're an NFL team that drafts Will Levis in the top three, I mean, oh. you, it's you're not making the right decision. We'll put it that way. All right, uh, Louisiana at Florida State, one of the teams that was behind UCF, beat a team not in the rankings, and then jumped over them. It totally yeah, makes sense. Twenty four yeah. point favorites. Too too many points here. Florida State wins, but it's too many points. Plus, it's a huge flip in the public and the money. So some someone in Vegas, some sharp, sent some kid with $50,000 into betmgm.com to lay it down on the raging Cajuns here. That's too many points. I'm taking Louisiana on principle alone. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to take Louisiana as well. Good preview for the Florida game here is basically <laughs> right. same team. Uh, yeah, give me Louisiana to cover. Still like, you know, 42-21 or something, but uh, 24 is too much for me. Ohio State going to Maryland. They're 27 and a half point favorites. Yeah, this is another one where I'm not crazy about how high the number is. So I'm going to take Maryland here. I think Ohio State wins. It, it the game that just keeps coming back to me in my mind is when Ohio State went to Maryland and Urban had his headaches on the sideline at this game. It just seems like whenever Ohio State goes there, they kind of just you know Maryland can score, Maryland can kind of keep it close uh, at home. If this game was at Ohio State, I might lean that way. But again, Maryland plus four touchdowns. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Terps here to. Maybe not even keep it close, but to, to cover the number. 
I love picking against Maryland, one of my standby teams that I think is always overrated among the, the Iowa states of the world. So, yeah, yeah. give me uh, Ohio State to blow them out uh, big here. Cincinnati at Temple. Temple only a 17-point underdog. Seems low to me. Yeah, this is this is a very strange game because the all of the public is on Temple here. And I think it's because they've actually been scoring in the last few weeks and have not looked completely horrendous like they have like in the first half of the season, but God, I, I don't know. I, this is, I don't love this game. And again, if, if 90% of the people betting this game are betting temple, just give me Cincinnati. I'm taking Cincinnati. I don't care. They could, they could win 18, nothing for all I know. Yeah. Temple's awful. I don't, I, I, strange line, but yeah, give, give me Cincinnati, uh, Georgia tech at North Carolina, North Carolina, 21 point favorite. They love to not cover. So uh, what do you yeah. think? Yeah. See, that's that's the problem here is they they love not to cover, but I'm going to take them to cover. Uh, I just think they outgun Georgia Tech. I don't know how much Georgia Tech has left. You know, there's a coaching search there. This time of year is kind of like when I like betting against teams for a coach because, you know, the interim coach is giving it his all. Now he's into the grind of it a little bit. Brenke's done a, a decent job there, but I'm just going to take North Carolina to outscore them. I, in my mind, 42-17 just popped in my mind. And and I'm sure Georgia Tech will have, you know, the ball last after North Carolina covers with three minutes left. And they're, they, you know, they have first and goal from the eight and don't score. So I'm going to take uh, North Carolina 21. It's not going to be an easy one, but I'll take it. Little Freudian slip there. Uh, James Taylor, in my mind, I'm going with Carolina. So yeah, <laughs> I'm going to take, take yeah, North Carolina also. Uh, Tennessee going to South Carolina. They're 21 and a half point favorites. Yeah, uh, man. That's a lot. That's a big number, but it is, a, it is an evening game there. It could, you know, keep it interesting. But I'm going to take the Vols. I think that their offense can just outscore them. I, you know, South Carolina's offense has sputtered a whole lot. This could be a game where Tennessee, it all depends on what Tennessee's feeling right now. Like, do they feel that they need to blow everybody out like the old Florida State teams to get into the national picture again, knowing that Ohio State and Michigan are playing each other? I'm going to take Tennessee. They have so much more to play for. I think they could jump out early and then kind of extend their lead through the game. I don't know. I don't love it, but I'm going to take the balls. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to pick against Tennessee. I mean, look at even last week they were. It's like, oh man, they're in a dogfight with Missouri. It's to, you know, 25 to 17 or whatever. Then next thing you know, they've got 66 yeah. <laughs> points. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, go ahead and give me the balls uh, to cover there as well. UAB going to LSU. LSU a 14 and a half point favorite. Yeah, this number is curious. This is strange. I don't know why it's so low. LSU is playing well. UAB is not like the UAB of the last few years, but still a decent team. If the number's too low, you take you take the other side. It feels like a trap. This feels like 28-14, 35-24. I'm going to take UAB here. I don't know why, but the number just seems curious. And it, this feels like it should be 24 and a half. Since it's not, it feels like a trap. So I'm taking UAB. Yeah, you know I don't. I'm I'm not a big fan of of LSU. Uh, they, they, honestly, they they almost lost that game last week. If 
Sam Pittman wasn't chasing points early for yeah. no reason with his third string quarterback. So bizarre yeah. Yeah. decision making there. Uh, yeah. So give me UAB to cover that. Maybe by two touchdowns. Maybe it's 14 that hook could get you. And last but not least, Colorado at Washington. Washington, a 30 and a half point favorite. I don't have it on the screen here. So on 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 completely just the blowout principle alone, I'm taking Colorado. Uh, you know, I, this is going to be a blowout. It's not going to be fun to watch. I'll probably watch it anyway, unless it's on the Pac-12 network, which I don't get. Um, 30 and a half is too much. You know, 42, 14. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'm going to take the buffs. Boy, <laughs> the buffs are terrible. <laughs> so bad. I don't know if you see the play. Uh, give me give me Washington. I think uh going to be fun, going to be rocking there in the stadium, coming off the big win. They might start a little slow, but, uh, yeah, I like them to cover uh, that huge spread. So that wraps it up for us. We only got a one or two more weeks of shows before me and Gorney go on the road and our life of misery begins yeah. in earnest. So be sure to check out our YouTube channel. You can watch the full show there. You can also hear it on the Commitment Issues podcast feed uh, where Gordon and I will be doing some more shows too as recruiting heats up uh, in the weeks before signing day. So uh, that wraps it up for us. We'll be back with another show next week.